0: Do you know what this means?
1: It means that this damn thing doesn't work at all! You're listening to Shattered Order's Out of Order Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Shattered Order's Out of Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always is my good friend Wink, but we are not alone. We have two new friends with us here today, and that is CG Adam, or sorry, CG Mad Adam, and CG Arach. So what's up, everybody? Hey, how's yeah. it going?
2: How's it going? Thanks good, for good. joining us. Uh, we yeah, are very excited to talk, talk to you guys. Uh, there's been some pretty cool stuff this week, and I guess we're going to talk about that. But first... Go ahead and tell us what each of you do over at Capital Games.
0: Okay. Uh, my name is uh, CG Mad Adam. Uh, I am a, a content designer for Capital Games. I uh, have been with the studio for three years now. Uh, my humble beginnings with this group and this game is uh, started off as uh, a design balance and then have transitioned over to uh, uh, content design.
3: And uh, I'm C.G. Arok. I've been working here for about uh, two years now. Uh, started in Design Balance as well, and now currently I'm an associate game designer.
2: Very cool. Um, so what is your favorite project that each of you have worked on since y'all have been there? y'all have seen quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So for me, uh, actually, uh, I, I was the designer that spearheaded basic training. So uh, those events are uh, definitely something that uh, I uh, treasure uh, very much uh, with my uh, you know, time working with the studio.
3: Very nice. Uh, I, think, I think, for me, one of the biggest things that I enjoyed working on, probably, I'd say in most recent memory, Vsysmar was... a to work on, uh, we were working with a uh, at the time, so building a kit that we thought was going to work properly within a, a phase of the raid and not spill out into PvP and everywhere else was a challenge, but I think uh, one that we delivered pretty well on. Yeah, hard to
1: disagree there. That does sound like a nice a nice box to put yourself in to try to work within. So, how did that? How long uh, did it take before you guys were happy with that?
3: Um, we started early iteration, and we kind of worked our way from an idea of what the phase would be. Um, but with, with the initial kit, uh, the design for phase one of the raid uh, was still loosely there. Um, we had a lot of things that we wanted to make sure were not possible, a lot of exploitative tactics that we saw in Heroic AT that we wanted to work around. Um, and as you said, it's an interesting box because the walls of that box were fuzzy and we still <laughs> had some sort of mutable way that we could change things. Um, but we had an idea for it. Um, I'd say that from start to finish, it was probably about a, a month and a half project, but the only actual like real work with the character when we could play her in game, um, probably took place within a a two week or a week and a half time frame.
2: Interesting.
1: Very cool. That's uh, she's one of the characters. There's a lot of characters in the game that I haven't played a lot with. And visas is one of them. I'm farming her now, but I'm really hoping to get to play with her, especially, you know, seeing how good she does in phase one, especially with what we're going to talk about a little bit later with the grandmaster Yoda rework. But uh, yeah, she, she's a very cool character. It looks like so. Do you, have you played with her much, Wink?
2: I, I have a little bit. Uh, not a ton, but she is pretty awesome. Uh, absolutely perfect for the raids. I mean, y'all absolutely nailed that kit, given your goal, no doubt about it.
1: Cool, thank you. So the next question we had was, uh, as far as Grandmaster Yoda goes in his rework right now, is the was a part of the reason you guys wanted to do that well, one of the main reasons, I guess, the fact that he's one of the legendary characters that hadn't been used or sought after as much as, let's say, Palpatine or Thrawn or BB-8 who are used in the arena, in raids, and pretty much everywhere. And you really don't see Grandmaster Yoda anywhere. So was that a thought in the uh, why Grandmaster Yoda got his rework?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, based off of all of the legendaries that are out there grandmaster yoda was the one that lacked an identity in in any of the features Everything. in the in the game yeah so the, the rework uh definitely was to ensure that he was viable and and you know he just had an I- identity in uh one of the features in our game
3: yeah as far as uh as far as where we ended up placing him there were Uh, quite a few teams around the time that Yoda was being thought about uh, that were already slated for other phases uh, and there's still kind of a gap uh, between phase 2, phase 4 and specifically phase 1. So we we took an opportunity that we saw to make a character that already had some leanings towards phase 1 and hopefully allow him to buoy another team that what we tried for was uh, basically using characters that are not necessary for other compositions. That was one of the primary goals was to allow a fresh set of characters that other people have one collected already, i.e. Hermit Yoda, who's an old legendary um, and two uh, things that are not necessary for other teams in that same phase. Um, Hermit Yoda being a prime example of a character that has limitless viability within the raid because of his ability to retreat on his own and Visus Mar, who's really only about phase one. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we felt it was a good time to aim to place them into phase one where RJT and uh, her own resistance faction can operate without one of those extra players and still function at a, at a decent or great level.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so then that's a... It sounds like the raid was a big thought in the rework for Grandmaster Yoda. Did you foresee... The viability he would have in the arena as well with the kit that you guys put together in the rework we had a we had a fairly good idea of what the kit would
3: allow for in arena um with our own testing we we still um, kind of looked at it from a lens of what's currently available in the arena and what our strategy is being used for mostly uh, mm-hmm. I think that we've still given ourselves plenty of room uh it doesn't there were no plans to take like the triumvirate out of the arena uh, and i don't think that it'll do so Mm -hmm. um but expanding the breadth of the characters in the arena seemed like a good option and uh yoda could acquire that goal with also some phase one utility at the same time so yeah it was definitely a strategy to get both of those at the same time
1: makes sense i think that uh as far as Mine and zone testing on that and some of the other game changers. We've seen a lot of both that for different phases of the raid as well as the arena. So I'm, ho- I'm actually looking forward to see just how easily they melt through uh, a six out of six on territory battles as well. Throw a whole uh, yeah, Jedi team in there.
3: They're quite the offensive force. And Jedi historically being known for a defensive type composition. Um, they feel very different under Yoda.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, for the longest time, you think of the Jedi, you think of like General Kenobi, Barris. you know, a lot of those defensive minded characters. So it's nice to see them start getting offensive. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you kind of mentioned that.
2: What, uh, well, I I guess there are several other legendary heroic characters that kind of have lock buffs, and locked debuffs. Was adding one of those something that y'all considered, or no? Uh,
0: yeah, that, that consideration was definitely on the table, but in terms of his rework, we really wanted to try to uh, give him uh, a boost without the reliance of a locked uh, buff-debuff sort of mechanic. Um, yeah, just so we can try... <laughs> to give it a shot with that. so
2: So, That makes sense. It seems like y'all succeeded with that. And, I mean, kind of leading from that, something else I noticed was, so y'all switched a couple of his abilities to do, rather than physical damage, you switched that to special damage, but there weren't any stat changes that I know of. Uh, Why did y'all make that change?
0: So, um, well, the special damage, there's a lot less. Uh, mitigation to that damage type across the board uh, and there was a need to increase his damage output overall now if it was in regards to changing his stats via his gear uh, i can speak historically that when we did that way back in the heyday uh that did not go over well with players who were making progression mid gear piece and suddenly we put um, and now they had to farm a completely different gear piece. So, when it comes to stat reallocation, that is sort of a last ditch effort option. If we can't uh, make, you know, improvements to his abilities, uh, a viable solution. Um,
3: so, yeah,
1: <laughs> that seems okay. Cool. Seems like a decent way to do it. At least then you you know you're going to get the output that way.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. Um,
1: something off the last one, we were talking about the lock debuffs and buffs. I kind of had a thought, and it was interesting with Grandmaster Yoda. He's he's one of the only characters with four or three special abilities, right? Or my, he might be the only one. I think he might be the only one. But the did him having that many abilities make it harder or easier to work with?
0: Uh, actually, uh, not really, because... Basically, the design approach that I took for Grandmaster Yoda uh, was to amplify the abilities that were already existing while also keeping uh, true to his, not only his character theme, but also his support role as well. Um, It it just, uh, you know, trying towards a direction of uh, not doing the most while still providing a lot of, uh return on investment uh in regards to his uh skills so um yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) it seems like a return to his damage from when he first came out too right exactly i
0: mean you know it's it's just a refresh on on his uh potential right where you know he's he's kind of uh grown old with age and you know, the, the rework's kind of a way to dust him off the shelf and make him relevant again in some capacity.
2: For sure. So, like, all the a lot of these other teams that y'all have come up with recently, you know, whether it's First Order or Sith or Empire or whatever, uh, Resistance, they have so much synergy, and they work incredibly well together. Is there anything that y'all learned from building those teams and you know just synergy ideas that you wanted to put in with grandmaster yoda and like what other jedi characters gave you ideas on changes to make to grandmaster yoda uh
0: so what i can speak to is with with those factions in particular there's always a core philosophy on the reliance on each of your own, own faction members in the party right that that's why In in a few of his abilities, there's always that conditional where if another Jedi is present, then, you know, why effect occurs, Uh, you know, that way you just uh, keep uh, emphasizing and strengthening that that idea and relationship that this is a, a character that will while he can be effective in other different compositions, he will be amplified more if he is. Uh, accompanied with other Jedi in his faction, that way he doesn't become this sort of just standalone piece that uh, that just ignores his faction altogether. And you know that it keeps with the with his sort of character theme as the Grand Master, right? He's supposed to be uh, he's sort of supposed to be kind of like leading and you know slash mentoring uh, Jedi that are are not yet Grand Masters. So you know yeah, keeping keeping Jedi together seemed to have been the better uh, approach in keeping with that faction theme.
2: For sure. Uh, So the two favorite Yoda is my favorite character in star Wars. So I was so excited to see this. And two of my favorite things about what you guys did with him was the leader ability, how it's support, but it also adds the offense with the crit chance and the crit damage And also on his ability where he steals the buffs, that he gets the immediate turn. That was so desperately needed and is awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, During the sort of drawing board development of his rework, one of the the things uh, that we had in mind was to uh fill in the gaps where he was lacking. So the whole chance based thing, we now made made things more guaranteed. Uh the Jedi faction was in need of uh damage boosts, so that there was opportunities to insert those possibilities within his like, his leader ability and his basic and things like that. Um and also to keep true to again, like just how the character was in the film, right? So where we introduced his uh, ability to resist uh, shock from Emperor Palpatine, that idea actually came straight out from the movie where he, when he was, you know, fighting against at the time, Darth Sidious, and then he did his, like, Sith Lightning Bolt, like, Grandmaster Yoda, was just, like, totally <laughs> note that thing nope. back <laughs> uh, at uh, Darth Sidious, and, you know, that's where the idea of resisting the shock came from.
2: That's uh, awesome. So, yeah. So, uh, the potency down on his basic ability, I mean, was that pretty much directly related to the Emperor Palpatine lead team?
0: That. Uh, was actually just a coincidental um, sort of benefit to adding that to that ability. In actuality, it was to further amplify his, the the a benefit of his leader ability. Uh, that way, okay, when okay. Jedi resists a, a debuff effect, then they receive the host of positive effects, which are all the uh, damage increasing buffs that he uh, was granted through his leader ability. So sometimes during the design. process, a a discovery that is made just by pure happenstance that just works in your favor and that ended up being one of them
1: oh yeah absolutely that that definitely makes a lot of sense now especially with that leader ability, hadn't put the two together
2: yeah (laughs) so was there anything that you really wanted to put in his kit that you just couldn't quite make work so
0: I I was thinking back on this, and uh, I honestly I I think we're we pretty much as we were collaborating, we were pretty much hitting things on the mark. In fact, what what we did was we kept uh, adding it into the into the existing layer of ideas. Uh, like for example, in the first iteration, he actually uh, didn't have the uh, shock resistance on his leader ability. Um, He also, uh, in his first pass, didn't have the protection up from uh, battle meditation. So uh, really, everything that we were thinking about uh, was reasonable enough to uh, add on. And nothing uh, was particularly omitted uh, during the design process of his re-kit.
3: Yeah, during the process which we balanced him, it really felt like a lot of the core concepts of what yoda was already and what we want him to be were already there um and we had we had a good idea of the space we had to work with and what we needed to adjust to make it feel good Uh, things like that uh instant turn after his s1 uh we already had those ideas in play Um, so answering the the way to make his kit feel good and feel natural and make him feel a lot more like that yoda that you actually fight or that you see on the big screen Uh, i think that was already there uh what we added and and kind of iterated on after the primarily small stuff just to tweak it but we kind of landed there without needing much of a revisit after the very first pass
0: yeah the foundations of his original kit were all, already pretty good it was just a matter of filling in the gaps where there there existed some and uh i'm amplifying his current abilities so that he can perform you know be modernized in the new era of just units that we have in the game
1: so yeah that makes yeah, sense
2: that, and with him being as squishy as he is the uh, 30% protection up is I mean, it's a pretty big difference maker for him. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. That was definitely one of those things to fill in, fill in the gaps, right, where we identified he was squishy. Giving him that guaranteed uh, protection up in his ability was that way to fill in the gaps. So.
1: And I assume that was the same type of thinking that went in with Palpatine's rework, with his protection?
0: I unfortunately can't speak to that because I was a designer uh during, assigned but or yeah, yeah. But
3: during the process for palpatine we did have a clear idea that he was just um yoda yoda squishy and we decided that there was a way to to balance around that that kind of worked with his existing kit uh which is where the protection up really was an easy slot um palpatine being a more offensive focus focused character um made it a bit harder health steal on his uh existing kit is already useful for topping him off, but that doesn't do a lot when the character can also just be one shot out of nowhere. So mm-hmm. we had a clear idea that like without some sort of survivability increase Palpatine was not going to live past the early turns of battle and really required some extra uh, oomph in his protection <laughs> pool where it wouldn't allow it to be restored later on, but would give him the ability to at least persist and get the main job done early on in battle which is his stuns his general manipulation
1: right so a question as far as when you were let's say you got the kit done and you wanted to test them out with new with teams did you have certain teams in mind and of the teams that you guys played with here's the question is there a favorite team you guys had that you're interested in uh, divulging to us
3: um, actually, the teams that um, that we listed to some of the other uh, that was my favorite team to use. So primarily the one phase one that utilizes Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda, Ezra, Visas And then the last slot was kind of a fill. Uh, so I, I used both Isla Secura and Qui-Gon Jin to varying results. Uh, I did actually have some success as well with a uh, Fulcrum Ahsoka within that build just because there's plenty of buffs to share Bursts. and she's Bursts. great at taking all of those and dishing out mass amounts of damage. It was it was to a middling ex- amount of success. I think the Jedi worked better with the faction or with the team I mentioned earlier, but the Fulcrum Ahsoka build is kind of a way of just dishing out big burst. It has the knock on effects of granting more turn meter to the boss though. So a little bit less useful in that regard.
1: Yeah. Pick your poison. Exactly. Yeah, If you want
3: to gate Fulcrum Masoka work well to do that and continually uh, circle back around to use the same ability, it just doesn't quite perform as well as the other teams that we found that utilized more Jedi. Mm -hmm.
2: Gotcha. Makes sense. So, uh, all in all, what is your favorite part about the Grandmaster Yoda rework?
0: So, for me, I Definitely enjoy the fact that we were uh, able to amplify and uh, his sort of identity as the character of Grandmaster Yoda that we know and love in the big screen, where he's just this really quick and just like fancy, flourishing sort of moving kind of Jedi that just bounces all over the place. And with his rework, you know, the, with the uh, guaranteed turn meter gain. Uh, I feel that really uh connected to the heart of the the action oriented grandmaster Yoda that uh, we've uh grown to love
3: yeah I have to say i'm in I'm in the same opinion of that. I feel like as soon as we started working with the kit after the initial implementation of those extra turn meter granting and extra turn abilities, it suddenly felt like you were playing with the Yoda that you actually fight against and that everyone hated it at first. Legendary event. He just destroys your team and goes <laughs> a million times where you get a chance to go. And I feel <laughs> like uh, that annoying little green monster is what we've actually been able to turn him into now.
2: Hard to disagree.
1: Yeah, I think over the next coming months, people are going to start uh, filling that Yoda, that Yoda meta for sure. At least in di- all the in all the different places you guys are trying to work him into. So I know for a fact that there are a lot of people right now that are already trying to get heroic Sith ready. Some of the guilds that I've talked to try, are already going after Grandmaster Yoda from some of the videos that have been shown. So I think that uh, people see the idea with his kit and how it's going to work and are already on top of it. So I think it, you guys did a- One great thing
2: about him is he's so much easier to get than RJT. And so there's like a kind of an early game phase one team you can get for the heroic sith with him actually being a really good leader so that is awesome to see yeah
0: absolutely
1: we'll have to the real question will be you know back when he first came out i geared eth koth up to unlock him so the question is if if he can get my gear 10 eth koth to be good then we know he's he's doing something right
3: i'm actually really (laughs) interested to see if get that to happen.
1: Uh, I think <laughs>
3: Unfortunately, is still dusty, but he does make it easier for any form. So it's, it's interesting to see him bringing other Jedi that aren't usually as, uh, as popular. I personally, like I said, found Isla Secure to be actually a lot of fun with him. Um, and I think he benefits mm-hmm. her in some interesting ways. So I think there are definitely some other Jedi that people don't normally play with that could
1: be viable now that he's out. Okay. So I have a question and it's more about Jedi than it, uh, than it is about Grandmaster Yeddo, but it's more of a design perspective. And I'm kind of curious how, if this type of thing is possible. So a lot of people, when they talk about Jedi, they talk about the movies, the, the cartoons and everything else where they use their lightsabers to deflect, you know, uh, attacks. Is that something that in the game would ever be possible? To turn a... If someone shot at you, let's say, uh, would you be able to deflect that back on the team, like an ability that would do that type of thing? So,
3: with a uh, with battle system that
1: controls it and kind
3: of decides what, uh, what can and can't be done, and also what's very important is when it can and can't be done. Um, there are a lot of things that right now our tech might not be able to do. Um, it's a great idea. We've mentioned plenty of times. Um, it requires quite a bit of work to get something like that to work. Um, it's not off the table, I'd say, um, but I don't think there are any ways to make it work at this time.
1: Well, my thought would be... It's, I, of, I, sorry, go
3: ahead. I was just going to say, like, as, a, as an idea, Sounds great um,
1: <laughs> yeah what
3: it means for all the animation hookups and things like that um, is a little bit more involved, um, so it might, might not might not be the best return on investment or it might not give us the best uh, best reward for our effort to right. to add something like that. Um, I can't speak exactly to whether or not that decision will be made at some point um, it's a cool idea and. In the future, if it could happen, it it would probably be pretty cool. Uh, I there's just no room for it, or no no thoughts of having it happen right now, as far as I'm aware. Yeah,
1: and if I were to guess, after coding in the past, but the I'd assume that you'd have to have some type of tag or something that would tell you whether that person attacking was using a gun or let's say a blunt object. And I don't there's know. a lot
3: of difficulty in that. Yeah. So, yeah. The way that the way that certain game, games decide things um, kind of determines how you would react to that. Uh, that would probably be the biggest difficulty, or one of the biggest difficulties, is that um, making sure that everything that properly uses a blaster bolt is now being deflected instead, or things along those lines. That's again why it's just an enormous amount of work with minimal actual uh, gameplay feedback or interactions. There's other ways that we can do things that. That might feel similar might reward similar experiences uh but aren't quite as uh deep in terms of
1: investment of our time so you could you could probably tell me if this next question and this is the last of the random buff debuff ability questions I have for you, but um this one seems like it might be a little easier than that, but is is in other games they have uh like buffs or debuffs like confusion, let's say. So would there ever be a way to, if someone were to shoot your Jedi and confuse them for every time they went to either have a chance to hurt your team, one of your guys, or the other team? You ever so, heard of a buff like that?
3: This is something that we've discussed as well, uh, and it falls to the same, uh, it falls to the same uh, circumstances as the first question. Um, it's, it's something that our system doesn't currently support. Um, I can't say there won't be support in the future. It's an interesting concept, and they perform that exact thing, and they make it work pretty well. Uh, it's just not something that we have the current uh, ability to implement and might not reward us for taking all this time to do so, a small effect.
2: Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, w- one thing I would like to say, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Somebody actually just posted on our Discord earlier about uh, they finished second in their arena using a full Jedi team. So, I mean, it's already making a difference. We actually had the same person a couple months ago write up an article on how to use Jedi in arena because they were actually using a Grandmaster Yoda lead already. So uh, there's at least one person out there who is over the moon about this rework. Yeah, there's
0: definitely a for every, you know, I'm sure there's some Ugnot fans <laughs> out there. Give a, me my Tuskens.
1: Right, yeah, our Tuskens, <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> there's always a fan for your faction every unit in our game. Makes sense.
1: So the last thing we wanted to cover, just a few questions, is um, about the range trooper and balancing. So, what's the first step, and this is a so you've, you've built your character, you have the idea, you have his, his look out, um, you have an idea for a kit. What's the first step um, when a character kit gets to balancing?
3: Um, so
1: first thing was, uh, even before
3: balance, a lot of times we'll take a kit and we'll say, what is this character um, thematically? Uh, since it was a new movie, we have usually very little to go on. Um, but we knew that Range Trooper was going to stomp his giant metallic boots and kind of <laughs> magnetize to something. Um, so we tried to take from that. And then we, uh, of course, have the Trooper synergy already present in our game. So attaching Range Trooper to other Troopers in a, in a meaningful way uh, was the first kind of challenge that we ran up against. Uh, we decided to approach from the, uh with the expectation that Death Trooper, who's currently being used in alternate teams in the Sith Raid, uh, was probably not going to be present in a PvE context. Um, so we wanted Ranged Trooper to perform in a way that could boost the damage of the team, but didn't necessarily make him the damage focus. There mm-hmm. are a lot of other members of the Trooper's team who can perform damage to a, to a good degree, um, and we wanted to make sure that everyone felt like they were still a part of the team and not like he was suddenly taking over. Um, historically, we've only really uh, health value or health steel or different set values to characters. Uh, so we did want to try something with range trooper. And uh, as far as just getting everyone to attack, that's something that everyone loves in general mass assist calls and Siskels <laughs> and generals are usually pretty fun. A lot of people like to to see a lot of action occur on the screen all at once. Uh, troopers being the primary people who do that sitting in a hallway in any of the movies or just gunning people down with tons and tons of troopers uh kind of made sense for that mm-hmm. we We wanted to balance it to to kind of provide him as more of a or a uh, an additional option for the trooper team. Uh, he doesn't have to bring them to parity, make them top-tier arena team or anything like that. We really wanted him to perform uh, well with any of the Trooper teams and be uh, another end or another tool of that Swiss Army knife that the current Troopers provide.
1: Makes sense. Yeah, there's a. It's, he adds a lot to a Trooper team, but I can see how having him be a just another option in there for the Troopers there it's it's amazing to me just how many options you have with the type of uniques you can share between that whole team and his unique is just another layer to that especially with the big bump to damage in my opinion so
3: yeah there's uh there's instances where we we kind of have of what we want him to fill and Again, that, that bump to damage when you don't have Deathmark present was a big thing we wanted to cover. Um, I think we achieved that goal, and hopefully through means where all the, tro- all the Troopers or all the members of the party still feel like a meaningful part, and you, you have a hard decision when it comes to replacing one of them uh, with Range Trooper or with replacing another member, so Range Trooper and Stark, or Veers or any of the other members can shine.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. It is an interesting one for sure. And I, when I did my uh, recording for the video that I put out on him, I didn't, I had Death Trooper in there. I didn't even think to try without him because of the heroic Sith raid. So it would be interesting once you pull Death Trooper out of there, what they're, uh, and add another another person in there like Jerry or um, a Snow Trooper to see where, what the difference is there. Because with Death Trooper in there, it's just even more deadly. But oh, I'm sorry. Um, you guys probably don't know this, but on the podcast we called Magma Trooper Jerry because it's just a random name for a dude. And for the longest time, for the longest time, Magma Trooper was like Cup or or Ugg, not just a dude that was there that existed. So we just always called him Jerry. But yeah, he's got his he looks Jerry, so that makes sense yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's much better now than a Jerry, but uh, we still call him that. But it's interesting <laughs> the the different uh, the different combinations you can do. there is really cool.
3: Yeah, I think that at least through our through our testing of balance with different teams, it did feel like regardless of what tro- uh, what trooper you choose to swap out, you can you can perform fairly similarly, but they each have their different utilities in different phases and in different instances in PvP as well. So it was something that felt like all the troopers are still viable or pretty much all the troopers are still viable. Um, (laughs) It just depends on where you're going to put them.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: So are there any repetitive things that come up when you're balancing like uh, characters, maybe being too powerful, being too tanky or too fast or anything like that?
3: Um, Yeah. I mean, during the course of any character balance, we are always looking at where they're, go where we're trying to go with them, what our goal is for them to either provide a, a steady tank, provide a more um meaningful um like Swiss Army knife kit where they're manipulating turn meter or providing debuffs or buffs or anything like that. So uh based on the character thematically and uh where we want it to perform, uh we we usually start high um and say is this, a, is this a theory that works? Does the thematic design of this kit uh, achieve what we want it to do? Um, and if they're tanky or, or doing too much damage in that process, that's okay. Um, and then we'll try to dial them back to a level that feels appropriate with the power level of the rest of the characters within the space. Um, usually it's easier to work in, uh, in halves and doubles. If, if it's not working, is it better? Twice as uh, twice as powerful. If it's too good, is it still okay when you cut it in half? So mm. we consider that kind of thing when we're when we're balancing a lot of characters. Um, but the initial pass is usually just to really refine the kit and make sure that from a thematic standpoint and from a mechanical standpoint, it functions and it does what we actually want it to do.
2: How long does that take, generally?
3: It's Affected by a lot of different factors. Um, I couldn't really give an exact answer to how long it takes to balance a character, but um, things like faction, things like the amount of utility that they have, um, those are usually some of the heavy factors that influence what, what the duration of testing on a character is. Uh, It can be uh, a little bit more trying to add a faction or add a character to a faction like the resistance or, uh currently the sith anything that is currently a, a strong meta presence, we usually have to take a very close eye on because there are there are a lot more levels of power and a lot more characters that they interact with that could have unintended consequences so uh, those are the things that affect the timing, but there's no exact timing for what one character takes. they're all kind of different
1: so a question I have, and this is more for all those. You know, you, we talked about every every group has a, uh, has a person that loves them. So this is for that person that loves Imperial mm-hmm. Troopers. But one thing people feel Troopers lack is a cleanse within their team. Was that something you guys thought about for Range Trooper? And then the follow-up to that is, does game balancing sometimes rule out things like this from being added to kits despite the need?
3: Um, There are needs for certain things. Uh, troopers, as a faction... Um, could probably use a cleanse. Uh, there are, um, there is a legendary character who currently provides that for them, which is Thrawn, uh, mm-hmm. and still provides a good leader, although not trooper specific. Uh, it didn't seem like a necessity. Um, there's not a lot of times where we specifically rule out something just because we don't want it to to give it to someone. Um, it just usually has to thematically work with the character and make sense. Uh, range trooper. It didn't feel like his kit was the one uh, that really made sense for a cleanse. Uh, mm-hmm. He is more of the defensive wall. He he buckles down and attaches to whatever, and then he sticks mm-hmm. there and doesn't doesn't really back off. Um, so right. the defensive like protection, recovery, protection up, that kind of stuff was. More in line with what we wanted his character to be, and provided exactly what he wanted him to do in uh, in the different areas of the game in terms of reinforcing uh, what little protection, recovery, and uh, recovery in general that the troopers have without their kills. Um, so it didn't it didn't feel like the right place. Uh, there's probably a place for that. Uh, so it might be something in the future, but that's not something that we can really say until we work on that character until it comes up.
2: Right. Makes sense. Was there was there anything that y'all had to um like add or change with him from it being two OP with, you know, like a certain group of troopers or anything along those lines? Uh
3: nothing that was too OP with a certain group of troopers. Uh like I said, we usually start big and then dial it back. Uh so when we first created his abilities, um there was no limit to how many people he could call to assist in one go. So it basically ended up being that there was a chance for two to three troopers to attack every single time a trooper attacked. And that was obviously very, very strong. Um, and we pretty much instantly turned around and said, okay, put the lock on it. But it's always fun to try that in the beginning and see exactly where it lands and if it is possible. Um, it, unfortunately, it wasn't. And I I think we all knew that from the beginning when we created the kit. But it's something that you, you have to at least verify before you move on and, and put some of those restrictions on the characters.
2: Makes sense. Well, uh, Dan, you have anything else you'd like to ask?
1: Uh, I think that covers pretty much all of our questions for both those guys. I mean, I'm, I, I'm really excited for the range trooper i think he's (laughs) the amount i really really want to try some gar saxon with this with range trooper i think that'll be really fun i haven't gotten to yet but the idea of all the extra assists and then him assisting them is just crazy to me but yeah, i think
3: that gar saxon is a is a character we had fun with during the um empire teams tend to be more specific and as we said before, the, the trooper team has so many options. There's so much synergy with so many troopers. Uh, mm-hmm. It is usually a very hard decision as to who to really replace in those teams. And I think that's probably going to be the most challenging decision when it comes to pulling a trooper or, or Thrawn or someone else of the Empire faction to add in Gar.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah. where the, the trouble starts for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Range Trooper, know, Grandmaster I... Yoda, those two reworks are, are not reworks. Range Trooper, new character, looks awesome. This Grandmaster Yoda rework, I know a lot of people are excited for it, so yeah, really uh, I'm mo- happy to see those. I'm most,
2: ex- I'm most excited to test him in Phase 2 next raid of the Heroic Sith raid. I mean, giving additional defense penetration, offense up to Wampa should be a whole lot of fun. Hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, I... I uh... I think most people are going to be pretty excited once they have Yoda in their hands and he's, he's pretty, pretty powerful regardless of which phase you choose to put him into. Yep.
1: Well guys, I, uh, I, for one, I'm really happy to have you guys on and talk to you guys. It's been really fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah. Thanks for joining and sharing some inside information on this uh, Yoda rework as well as, you know range trooper and some of y'all's uh experience and what you do with balancing and all that good stuff, we really appreciate it,
1: yeah guys, so Absolutely. uh you've earned a night off, I think. <laughs> Thanks.